And now, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. February 17th, Mark chapter 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 6. Then Jesus went out to the lake shore again, and taught the crowds that gathered around him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collection booth. Come, be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. That night, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to be his dinner guests, along with his fellow tax collectors and many other notorious sinners. There were many people of this kind among the crowds that followed Jesus. But when some of the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with people like that, they said to his disciples, Why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call sinners, not those who think they are already good enough. John's disciples and the Pharisees sometimes fasted. One day some people came to Jesus and asked, Why do John's disciples and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus replied, Do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't fast while they're with the groom, but some day he will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. And who would patch an old garment with unshrunk cloth? For the new patch shrinks and pulls away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger hole than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. The wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine needs new wineskins. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of wheat. But the Pharisees said to Jesus, They shouldn't be doing that. It's against the law to work by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. But Jesus replied, Haven't you ever read in the Scriptures what King David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God during the days when Abiathar was high priest, ate the special bread reserved for the priests alone, and then gave some to his companions. That was breaking the law, too. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made to benefit people, and not people to benefit the Sabbath. And I, the Son of Man, am master even of the Sabbath. Jesus went into the synagogue again, and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. Would he heal the man's hand on the Sabbath? If he did, they planned to condemn him. Jesus said to the man, Come and stand in front of everyone. Then he turned to his critics and asked, Is it legal to do good deeds on the Sabbath, or is it a day for doing harm? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? But they wouldn't answer him. He looked around at them angrily, because he was deeply disturbed by their hard hearts. Then he said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out his hand, and it became normal again. At once the Pharisees went away and met with the supporters of Herod to discuss plans for killing Jesus. 
is, if you just do stuff and nothing happens, what's it all mean? What's the point? Oh, right, this, this whole thing is about self-acceptance. Kicking the hell out of yourself doesn't give meaning to anything. So I should stop judging and accept to start. So no matter what I do, hooray for me because I'm a great guy. Brokenness is the place where God stops us, where he halts our progress, where he causes us to see the end to which we will come if we continue to go down that road. Brokenness is the place to which we come when we recognize that all that we are, all that we have, and all that we do in and of ourselves is sorely and miserably insufficient. God crushes us under the weight of our own sin. We are not talking about this idea of w walking around and, 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 and beating ourselves as others do in other religious traditions. We're, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about some sort of masochistic view of appeasing the wrath of God by self-flagellation. We're not talking about that. We're talking about an appropriate response to a holy God when we recognize that we have offended Him. And first and foremost, it's appropriate because sin stains and scars our very souls. David says, I need the slate washed clean. I need you to take all of this away from me. So in other words, David understands that what he has done has scarred him, has stained him. It stains us. It scars us. And we ought to be broken when we sin because we recognize what we have done. We recognize what we have brought upon ourselves. We recognize that we have just attached something to us that has consequence. There's scar tissue on every last one of us. You're forgiven, but you live with the consequences of some stuff. There's scar tissue. There's scar tissue on me. I've seen what I can do. I don't want what I can do. I'm sick of what I can do. I'm broken over what I can do. But I'm not letting go. I'm not giving up. Because I've also seen what you can do. I need you to wash me. I need you to cleanse me. I need you to purge me. I need you to restore me. I need you to create in me. I need you to make me whole. I need you to love me. I need you to forgive me. I need you to save me. I need you to wash me. I need you, you God. May I never get over being broken over my sin. Yes, brothers and sisters, brokenness is an appropriate response to sin. It's the only appropriate response to sin. Not to wallow in it. Because the beauty in this picture is he's crushed under the weight of his sin, but God doesn't keep him there. It's only there that he is able to worship rightly.